Hello everyone and welcome to Faye Talks, also known as Food Allergy Youth Talks. My name is Gia and I'm the founder of Food Allergy Youth. I've had a multitude of allergies for as long as I can remember. I also underwent oral immunotherapy and desensitized myself to my allergens. I'm still allergic, but I can eat them all. I'm so excited to speak up for the youth population and offer my insights on this complex condition. Be sure to join me in my mission to educate, embolden, and make living with food allergies just a little bit easier. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Faye Talks. In this episode, I'm joined by a guest and her name is Sarah. We had such a great conversation and I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy it as much as we did. Be sure to follow Sarah on Instagram at Sarah's Allergy Free Food and follow Faye on Instagram at Food Allergy Youth and be sure to check out Faye's website, foodallergyyouth.com. I just want to give a quick disclaimer that the audio quality on my end in this podcast is a little bit muffled at times and I tried my very best to fix it, but unfortunately it didn't work out. So please, please bear with me on this one. The conversation is still understandable and you will definitely be able to follow it. So don't worry. And the next episode of Fate Talks will definitely have improved audio quality. So be sure to stick around. Thank you so much for your understanding and enjoy the episode. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. I'm so excited to have you on. So I guess we'll start off with your food allergy slash celiac story. Okay, so I have always had food allergies growing up. Um, I can't even remember a time when I could eat eggs. I remember when um, my mom gave me like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the first time at like a playground and I like threw it all up and like we knew I must have been allergic to it. Um, So I was like always allergic to eggs and peanuts and tree nuts. And then as I grew up, I developed a soy allergy and um, and like a fish allergy. And then when I was in college, when it started, I um, started having like stomach symptoms, like stomach pain and my freshman year. And I kind of ignored it for a year, which is probably not smart. Um, But then. um, When I, I went to the like the pediatrician and she gave me blood work and. She said that I had like a celiac like symptom like in my blood work that it showed that I could have it. Um, and I was so upset, so I kind of ignored it for like another few months. And then I ended up getting an endoscopy in January 2018. And I found out that I had celiac and like I had so much like small intestine damage. Mm-hmm. I needed to go gluten free. How was that adjustment like? Like how did you have to change your diet and lifestyle? Um, it was really hard at first because a lot of gluten-free products and a lot of gluten-free substitutes substitute things like egg and almonds and soy and all these these allergies that I've already had for all these years. Um, so it was like very hard to like find new products and I had to get creative and um, it was a tough adjustment. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so it'd be really great if you can kind of explain what celiac disease is, because personally, I'm not fully aware of everything it entails, and I think it would be a perfect learning opportunity for myself and all the listeners. Mm-hmm. So celiac disease is an autoimmune condition where um, your small intestine doesn't like know what gluten is, doesn't know how to um, like tolerate it, I guess. And so um, if you keep eating gluten, like it destroys your small intestine. Um, so my, like my grandma has it and she, um, never really went fully gluten free. And when she didn't do that, she ended up 
getting like a cancerous tumor in her stomach and she had to get it taken out when she like when in her old age and she's in a nursing home now and she had so many surgeries and if you really think about it, it all leads back to having celiac for years. Yeah, that's really tough adjustment. But now it's really good that products are coming out with gluten free. I know Oreo just came out with gluten free mm-hmm. Oreos. Oh my god, I was so that. happy. <laughs> yeah. And I know your page is full of delicious looking recipes. Every time I see a picture, I'm like, I need to make this. I don't know how you do it. So how do you come up with these like creative recipes? How do you find them? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it is like just Googling like a gluten. Sometimes like like if I'm going to bake something, I'll Google gluten-free vegan recipes because vegan is like easier to find. Instead of Googling egg-free, I feel like vegan is just like, you know, it's going to be egg-free. Mm-hmm. So um, that's like how I find a lot of my baking recipes. Um, a lot of like the cooking ones is like stuff me and my mom have like tried to come up with together. Um, my mom always like used to cook for me. And so like me going gluten-free caused her to like learn how to cook gluten-free too. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like vegan, like, um, cupcakes or cakes kind of taste better than the ones with like egg and milk in them. Yeah, definitely. And I know another big part of having food allergies and I can imagine celiac you have to kind of find restaurants that are very very helpful like and really accommodate with your condition so how do you what's your like tactic in finding um restaurants that really take care of these conditions mm-hmm. so I use um first there's like a gluten-free Facebook group um for like lo- like living on Long Island which is like New like Long Island New York so if I'm gonna go out around here around here that's what I'll use um I've also there's like an app called find me gluten free um so that has some really cool like options on it like wherever you are you could just type it into the app um when I was I went to Ireland um in 2019 and that was so much fun and I would they're like actually their food allergy protocol in Ireland and the UK is better to be honest the United States like they have like allergy little signs on their menus and they don't do that here at all so that's crazy to me um so I would like google like gluten-free near me and google and like it would give me options like it would just know it was so cool um and I also what else did I use oh I also sometimes will call like if I'm here because like I didn't do that in Ireland but here like I would I call the restaurant ahead of time and I'll give them the list of my allergies because I noticed that if I don't call ahead of time, I normally will have an allergic reaction or something goes wrong. So now for my own like mental self, <laughs> I need to call first. Yeah. 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 Like the foreign country, how was like dealing with the language barrier? Um, I'm not much in the UK, but in Ireland. Like in Ireland. Ireland is a lot. Like I think we all, they all kind of talk, like speak English. Um, okay. Yeah. I would like to go to like another like a Spanish speaking country and see how to talk about my allergies there. That was fun. I studied Spanish like in high school and I loved it. So that's like my like my dream to go to like Spain or something. Yeah, I just want to speak um, and like them being able to understand like especially with food allergies. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a really good skill to have speaking multiple languages. Yeah, definitely. And with like school and college, how? Did you manage your food allergies in college and and did they play a role in your decision making process? 
Um, I wish that I think okay, so I think it did at the beginning. I didn't want to go away to school because I was nervous about my food allergies and I didn't want to dorm anywhere because I just didn't like I didn't want to at first. So I ended up going to a college like around um, my area. Um, and so I think that that was like a good decision at the time. But then when I decided that I did want to dorm on campus because I felt like I was missing out, um, like when I got my gluten free diagnosis, I realized like they like they don't even know what gluten is like they I remember I wanted to go get rice and like I just wanted to make sure there was no added fillers of gluten in rice because sometimes they add like a seasoning or something that could have gluten and the ladies were just like gluten gluten is rice rice is gluten and they were just staring at me they had no idea what I was talking about I'm just this is that was such a disaster oh my goodness um, and so I ended up creating a petition in like the September of 2018, um, like writing, like calling for a dietary restriction um, change on campus. And all these people that were vegan and kosher and like also have celiac were reaching out to me. And it got over like 500 signatures. Yeah. And I would meet with like the campus dining manager. And then they would promise me all these changes and they wouldn't make a change. And so it was very frustrating and I ended up spending my last year of college like eating microwavable meals in my dorm that I had like prepped at home first and then I would only eat like their packaged snacks that say like certified gluten-free on them. It's amazing that you took a stamp it's really inspiring that you really stood up for everyone who had dietary restrictions and I feel like that's where the lack of education kind of really affects people with these conditions and there definitely needs to be more um advocacy and people like you standing up um gathering a group of people that have similar circumstances is really important mm -hmm. so i know with food allergies and dealing with celiac it definitely probably takes a mental toll and it's really sometimes difficult to deal with it every single day of your life because you don't necessarily have a break. So what are your kind of, how do you stand for self-care? And you always talk about it, which I absolutely love. I know you did a series on your Instagram page. I love that. So mm -hmm. what are some self-care tips that you would share with others? Um, so I think that a self-care tip would be like to surround yourself with like friends and people that like aren't gonna like tell you to eat what you're allergic to like one bite doesn't hurt like I hate that saying oh, yeah. oh my god my, like I had a friend that used to say stuff like that to me or they would say oh you're really allergic to everything or what do oh, you eat like those sayings just like they they hurt because I'm not choosing to be like this I know people that go vegetarian vegan like they are they're choosing it but this is not a choice this is something that we have to do um and then another, um, I guess recently since like the coronavirus started, like I lost like my last few months of college and that was really hard. So I like really got into working out and I feel like that's like really helped me like stay sane during this stress. Yeah. Time. yeah, I really love that. Just like moving around and your mind <laughs> off of everything is definitely something everyone. Yeah, definitely. And how do you believe that mental health affects these conditions in general or 
Yeah, I think it's really the worst in social settings. I think that going out, that eating has become such a social experience. And I think that's the hardest thing because I don't always want to eat or I go out to eat with people or I don't always want to be eating with people. And I rather find other activities to of friends to friends to hang out than just eating. I feel like eating has become such a activity and it's very hard um, to try to get people to like not want to eat together, like schedule time when you're like, I have to schedule time when I'm going to eat if I'm going out for a whole entire day and bring like tons of allergy free snack. Yeah. So I'm not like hangry because I get hangry. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But definitely, it's so important that you mention that. Um, it's eating has become a social activity. Like, for example, if you go golfing, I, I some of the golf centers even like offer food to your golfing table, and then everyone's touching the different. Uh-huh. Uh, what are those called? The golf putters or oh, something? Yeah, definitely. the little. I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. <laughs> yeah. And like they bring food in it. And the worst part is, I feel like, have you ever experienced this where? You're eating out with people and they're grabbing from the same thing mm-hmm. or they just take something from your um without asking even if it's from home and you're like well that was the only thing using like the same utensils and then i don't and then like if someone's cooking for like if someone's gonna cook food for me like i need like i wash like i have to wash them like make sure you like don't want like wash your hands don't touch an allergy or gluten or any of that i know did you to bring or do you bring like thermoses out everywhere you go or like your own packaged food and you kind of feel like you stand out sometimes yes i definitely had that i even remember being like at birthday parties and i was like i i couldn't eat um like i couldn't eat like the desserts ever because desserts always have eggs so they'd be giving out birthday cake and i'd be eating like chips and like cookies that my mom like made me get and like just like awkward just sitting like at least I, I'm I'm thankful I had my own dessert because mm-hmm. otherwise I would just be sitting there. But exactly. you know, that's why yeah. Oh sorry, go ahead. It's just such like a different like you just feel different. Like you know you're different, you know. Exactly. I feel like that's why it's so helpful to have this community online. That everyone's just so relatable. Like you someone posts something like, Oh, yeah, I deal with that every day too. <laughs> yes. How's your team? How is your Um, I think it's really helped me personally. I think that I created my account when I was like just found out I had celiac and I didn't know what to do. And so I thought like I'll just document like what I can find that I can eat and like maybe I'll make some friends and find other people who have food allergies. And I found like so many accounts that also like advocate for it and it's so nice. And I love like I love all your posts where you're like I just like love sharing them. They're so amazing. Um, it's just such a nice community. I love how I like found, like I love also how like I like will see someone that like lives somewhere else and they'll like post like a restaurant they could eat at and I'll like save it because like I want to travel one day, right? Like when it's all over, I'm going to travel. Like I can go to that restaurant now. Like I know it's safe. Yeah. So is traveling one of your hobbies? Yeah, I haven't been to many places. I really wish I would have studied abroad, like, before this disaster, if I knew, yeah. like, knew this was coming. Um, but, like, my goal is to, like, travel the world and, like, show that, like, you can still travel with food allergies. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's a really amazing message. And mm-hmm. do you have, like, certain tips, like, when you plan on traveling or when you have traveled um, while living with these conditions that you would 
you think are beneficial? Um, yes, I think that like doing research, like I, like I personally knew, knew Ireland was good with three allergies. I know the UK is good. I'm pretty sure like Spain and like all like the most Spanish speaking countries are good because a lot of Mexican food doesn't even typically have gluten or a lot of the allergies that I have. Um, I oh I actually went to Israel and that they were they were not good with food allergies. I did not have a great experience there, and this was even before. I had celiac, so I can't even imagine going there, like knowing that I had celiac. Um, so I think that like a lot of like some countries are not going to be as accommodating to your food allergies and they're not going to really know um, how to handle them um, versus um, like like Ireland or like certain states in, in the U.S. Even like I know, like I heard like Portland is like the most food allergic safe like wow. city to go to and now I want to go there just because of that and yeah, well, there better be like good um food allergy friendly restaurants maybe some yeah. maybe bakeries mm-hmm. so but Israel when you went was it the language barrier or they just didn't understand what the condition was or haven't heard of it I think it was the language barrier because I didn't know Hebrew and I even had to ask like these Israeli soldiers that would take the trip with us because I was it was on birth rate I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. What it is um but yeah it was i it was just yeah i think there's a huge language barrier and that yeah. was- i know there's like apps that kind of translate um when you type it in in english and they can do in their personal language but i don't know if like you can trust completely that app uh, i i probably should have tried to look into that um i remember like i would even tell them my allergies and i would still feel sick after eating oh. like so I, I don't know. I think it was just they're not as, like, knowledgeable about it there. And maybe people don't even have as many food allergies there. Yeah. Other places, which I find interesting. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, like, certain like, countries and certain places are more, or, like, the people born there are more prone to allergies than others. Like, because I always wonder where food allergies were rooted from. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, inherited or is it, like, based on your environment? Because I, that's. I, oh, I always wonder that all the time. I know. Did any of your parents have food allergies or any sort of... Any of your uh, grandmother had? So, yeah. 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 So, my grandpa used to be allergic to, like, nuts and eggs growing up, but he actually outgrew his food allergies, and I think he's only allergic to tree nuts now. Um. So, like, I just wish my freaking egg allergy would go away. Oh, my God. That's yeah. what freaking kills me the most. Like, I just... Everything is made with eggs. Eggs are... No. Oh, they're like such a nutritious food too. So I feel like I'm really missing out on them, but whatever. Um, and then my sister has a tree nut allergy and a peanut allergy, but she's just allergic to nuts. She doesn't have the list that I have. (laughs) Yeah, especially with egg, it's hard. Like, because I know I found um egg eggs to be in like really drinks, sometimes Starbucks drinks that I would never have imagined that they would be put in. Like, have you ever found unusual, like, egg? I mean, like, places where yeah. eggs would be that were unusual? Um, I don't know if you've ever had, like, these, like, little, like, dot candies. They're, like, yes. little, yeah. they're little dots on, like, this little piece of paper, and they're so good. And I remember when I was, I went to my friend Susan's birthday, and she had these dot candies, and I was so excited because I remember eating them when I was little and loving them. 
and I ate them and I was like so nauseous and I thought I was going to throw up and I had to go home early from her party and I and I googled it in the car like what's in those dots and there's like a name for eggs like it's not even called eggs it's like a name it's something else but it says like contains eggs on it and I guess I just missed it yeah this is, some, these allergens have like really complex other names that we're really familiar with. Like, just say what it is. Like, you don't need to use <laughs> another name because that's, I probably would have realized if I saw, like, the word egg. Definitely. Yeah. So, I, I, I didn't even think anything of it. Like, it was a dot. It was a I know, yeah. dot. Like, what? Candy. That doesn't make any sense. And I think even Nerds has it. Nerds, those little. I used to eat those, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure those have eggs in them. I think because I avoided that. <laughs> oh my god! Like, why would you need to add eggs to like such a tiny little fruit candy? Like, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. It's unnecessary. Definitely, eggs just definitely found in some very unnecessary places that it doesn't need to. Yes. We should start a petition to take eggs out. Of those I agree. Foods. We should. I'll, I'll get on change.org. Yes, change.org. We're starting a petition. <laughs> definitely. So. I saw your uh, recent post where you said you're now able to eat cashews and pistachios. That's really, really exciting. I was so happy when I saw that. It's amazing when people can kind of branch out from their allergy restrictions. So how has that changed your diet or have you found any new recipes to try out? Um, yeah, so I'm, I really want to try like cashew cheeses now because I know like a lot of vegan cheeses are made with cashews instead of um, like regular cheese and I could never have like a lot of vegan cheeses because they're always made with cashews so I'm like oh like I kind of want to like branch out and try that now um I tried like Trader Joe's kale pesto and I saw on Instagram everyone would talk about that and I could never have it because it had cashews and then yeah. I tried it and I was like wow like I've been missing out it was really good I, I have to try that yeah um so uh, finally the last question I have for you today is What's one allergy tip that you would give out to the listeners? It could be anything, any topic. Okay. Um, I think, like, don't let your food allergies, like, define you. And I think that um, I've tried to, like, turn it into, like, a joke with, like, when I meet new people now. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I'm just allergic to, like, seven things. Like, it's no big deal. Like, and then it's, like, funny now. Yeah. Uh, instead of just, like, getting so upset about it. Um, Cause like it is upsetting sometimes and I have had like reactions and I've had hard times and like, and like hard times with friends even. So I definitely know how hard it is, but like, it's, I think we need to like focus on like how it can be funny and like how it like, don't let it define you. Like you can still do whatever you want um, in your life. I really love that. Really inspiring. Thank you so much for coming on today. I had such a great time talking with you. Me too. I love this. All right. Thank you. Of course.